you're the one with the big news, actually. And based off the title of this podcast, everybody knows what it is. Welcome back to Cue the Mic. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Episode, Episode six. Six? Whoa. Yep. Yep. We're on a roll. I think this is going to be a big one. But You think this is going to be a big one? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and suffer through this. Had a little hernia surgery on Monday. So having a, a tough time kind of sitting in one position for a long time. So if you see me squirming and, and whatever, don't worry. It's just, I'm just trying to work through a little bit of the pain. Not too bad, though. Much, much better than I expected. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Out of the office a couple of days. Yeah, supposed to be. Of course, you know, I have the surgery on Monday afternoon, Tuesday, feeling pretty good. And then I decide Wednesday, I'm like, I'm just going to go back in the office just for an hour or so. And I spent three or four hours there and yesterday morning. And boy, did I, I paid for it yesterday afternoon I was hurting for certain so kind of vegged out and and then uh I told Sherry I said hey I'll I'll stay at home tomorrow I'll just veg out do what the doctor says until about five o'clock this morning when I'm like I can't sit around here so I got up went to breakfast went into the office for a few hours and it's just I just can't be away I don't know I can't sit in one place I don't I want to be part of the action so um, we'll get back, shoot the podcast, and I can spend the afternoon in the recliner recuperating for tomorrow. Yeah. I think that'll be good for you. Yeah. Um, didn't you also, you called me Monday before your surgery, and like an old man, didn't you also hurt your knee this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, my my <laughs> knee hurts. My knee hurts worse than the hernia surgery. Um, yeah. Sunday was, we know cook barbecue contest mm-hmm. friday saturday we can talk about that but mm-hmm. and then on sunday we decided to do a lot of like landscaping projects and i had a mini excavator out here and we're loading big rock and just i'm trying to think of everything possible i can do that required lifting over the next two weeks like i needed to get briskets <laughs> out of the freezer i'm just trying to do all this stuff get ready for this surgery yeah. knowing that i was going to be able to lift 10 pounds Mm-hmm. Uh, for at least a couple of weeks. And so I'm trying to get all this stuff done. In the meantime, I twist my knee. It had been hurting a little bit. Then it hurt a lot. And so actually when I went into surgery, I just yeah. assumed they did knee surgery as hernia surgery because the hernia didn't hurt me at all and my knee was killing me. And so, but, you know, laying around allowed that to rest a little bit. It's back to being That's sore good. again today because I can't sit in the recliner all day long. It's just impossible to do, so... Right. But anyway, we'll try and rest it up. We'll be fine. Yeah. I thought you, you'd made it sound like you heard it at the competition. I didn't know uh, you just were Oh, no, no. It was the, it was stuff. the, I don't want to call it the honeydew list because I, Sherry did not give me a list. Okay. And she doesn't <laughs> listen, but it, she does not give me honeydew list because that's the first thing she'd say. But we were just trying listen. to get stuff done. We were trying to get stuff done around the house and, and it's just, I don't know, just getting old. Get a hernia? First surgery ever. Hernia, fucking leg hurts, back hurts. Yeah, I think it's time to, st- I think time to start talking about retirement. Whoa. 
I'm just kidding. I can't do yeah. that. So how did the competition go this weekend? I didn't end up going. I had a list of things I needed to do, and the only day I could get my mom was Saturday to do yeah. my landscaping, so I skipped out. But It, it was good. We, we actually had 70 degrees and sunny, so Sherry attended. Yeah. And so um, had a good time. You know, the... The guys, you know, at the Iowa Barbecue Store and, and down at Warehouse Barbecue in Ottumwa, they put on a really good show, simplistic contest, but a lot of good teams there and just a lot of fun. This new breed of, uh, I call them a new breed of cookers, the corn cookers, they call them down at thing. They're just a lot of fun to be around. I just enjoy being around that group. I'm going to figure out how do I get a membership in the thing because they remind me of you know 15 years ago when we first started Mm -hmm. cooking and the way they hang out and the way they just have fun and they're constantly cooking things and joshing and having beers and just just a ton of fun so but we we got in the competition thought I had a pretty good cook I I woke up early so Mm -hmm. I went ahead put my brisket on early um kind of I really don't run a timeline necessarily but it kind of hurt me a little bit but you know, thought I cooked really good chicken. I actually got a ninth place call in chicken, which was like crazy exciting for me because chicken has not been scoring. And then we thought we cooked a really good rib, but it was maybe just a little too tender, just a little mm-hmm. skosh tender. And I think it hit 16th or whatever, which is which is fine. I probably deserve that from a tender standpoint. And then pork. Um, so I'm talking to a, a good friend, well, you know, Randy Kern. Yeah. And and he kind of he's the pork god, mm-hmm. you know, in Iowa. I mean, he just yeah, it's he just, his pork is delicious. His pork is delicious. Yeah. And, and so, anyway, I'm sitting in this trailer, just kind of, you know, what do you do when you got a really good pork cook around? You try and glean secrets from the pork cook. Mm-hmm. And so Randy pulls out this picture of his pork box and he goes, oh, I ran this for about 50 times. It really used to work really well. And I look at this and going, hey, there's a nice new variation of a box. Mm-hmm. So I cooked up pork and turned in the same exact pork. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not his same recipes, even though he did offer me his rub. He makes it from scratch. <laughs> um, but he kind of just, the presentation looked really good. The pork cooked really mm-hmm. good. And we ended up getting second place pork and, and I and I told him, hey, I said, Randy, I, I bet you, I bet you you'll, you know, be top five in pork easily. I'll bet you, I could bet you ten bucks. I'd bet anybody ten bucks every day that Randy Kern's going to be first in, or top five in pork at a contest. And Randy gets twelfth, but he's first on his table. He wins his table and gets twelfth. And so I went over to him afterwards and I said, Hey, dude, sorry about the pork, but hey, thanks for the tips because I got second. You know, <laughs> he was pretty excited. So. Uh, we have a lot of fun joshing. And then, you know, timeline-wise, brisket, I kind mm-hmm. of put my brisket on a half hour early, and I didn't adjust kind of the time I took it off. So it got a little overdone. Uh, mm-hmm. It actually was quite a bit overdone, <laughs> actually. Oh, and so I kind of cost myself there because it was actually mm-hmm. a really good brisket, but it just it dried out a little bit. I think mm-hmm. they killed me. I don't know. I got... 20th or 30th I really don't keep track of and it kind of threw me out of the whole mm-hmm. deal I think I I don't even know what I finished you know can't even tell you did yeah. I get 12th or 20th doesn't matter if you're not winning you're losing yeah. um fair enough so 
but but overall, great time, great contest. Francis Dutton yeah. is a is a longtime barbecue cook, and mm-hmm. uh, organized a good contest, and we just just a lot of fun, lots of fun with lots of good friends. A great Iowa contest, and look forward to going back every year. In, in good old O Town. In O Town, yeah. I haven't been there in a while. The armpit of the world. Whoa, come on. It's a meatpacking plant. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's a meatpacking town. I mean, it's, it's fair. It, it really wasn't too bad. And Warehouse Barbecue, yeah. I tell you what, we ate at Warehouse. Not to, not to toot on Dusty's horn at all, but, uh, but he, he put some yeah. killer food out. I mean, I had yeah. some sort of Cuban melt type thing, and yeah. we had the, they had mac and cheese balls with, with pork in them, drizzled with a sauce. A really, Tasted a lot of food, really yeah. hit it out of the park, really doing a great job down there. So if you're in Ottumwa, Iowa Warehouse Barbecue is the place to be, along with our good it friends is. at Bubba Q's, though. Yeah. Bubba Q's is really good, good too. Longtime friends there. They have yep. great food. Just just a, two nice competing barbecue joints down there in Ottumwa. So it's really nice. Yeah. I do enjoy both of them when I'm down there. But yeah. Wow. Good old uh, Ottumwa. Ottumwa. So... Not a bad weekend. That's a win for you. Not a bad weekend. And then, you know, trying to, you know, get everything done. And I finally got around to cooking my pork strami. Yeah. Did you bring me any? I saw your picture mm. on Instagram. I was going to mm. comment, but I didn't. I should have. No, it was, it was, I finally, I, I, I brined it and I didn't want to. So then I couldn't lift it because I had this container full of four mm-hmm. pork collars, right? I had these Smithfield pork collars in the uh, in the thing, so I had them in the mm-hmm. brine for like seven days or eight days. I had brined them a week ago Sunday, so Monday after surgery, I come home and I'm like, I really need to cook these things. But so I, mm-hmm. I had Sherry help me take them out, and I put them in the refrigerator overnight, and then I seasoned them up. So then yesterday morning, I got up early before I went to the office mm-hmm. and threw them on the smoker. Or I threw one of them because I wanted to test uh, to make sure they were brined yeah. all the way through, and they were almost perfect they just needed one more day which the other three got Mm. one more day and they're actually sitting out on the cooker right now but it was i I envisioned this sandwich that i was you know taking and i really wanted old style rye bread i didn't want marble rye Mm. bread but i i couldn't find any without driving around town so i took marble rye bread and i i put it on the flat top put a couple slices of swiss cheese down Mm. i put some uh, kelly's gourmet mustard if you're a mustard person kelly's gourmet is like out of this world good. Um, and then I put Thousand Island. I was going to make my own Thousand Island, but last minute I just put some Thousand Island dressing on it. I put the pork strami down, and then I put some of our creamy coleslaw from the restaurant on top of it. Oh, oh my God. Coleslaw. It was, you know, you know how you know when a sandwich is good? Yeah. When you get done eating the sandwich, trying to figure out what just happened to that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah. Maybe I, I don't know. Emma, maybe we'll take a picture. Maybe maybe you can uh, flop up a picture if you're as, that talented yeah. too on the podcast of my pork strami yeah. sandwich. But I, I'm actually looking forward to trying to run that a little. I'm I'm not sure if we're going to run it as a special in the restaurant, mm-hmm. out on the food truck, or I'm thinking maybe a pork strami mac at the Crafty Mac might be a good solution. That'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe. Maybe cube it up and maybe drop it in the free, the uh, the deep fryer, crisp it up a little bit, make a little Iowa style, a little sweet corn on there, a little pork strami. Oh Sounds like you already have a plan. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, it's making me hungry. Right. I'm gonna have another one for lunch. 
Yeah. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. That does sound good. Well, we get leftovers. I don't you know who? Them. But I've actually been cooking myself, so I don't really. You know have? That. I have. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying this workout program that my parents did, and uh, I have to eat a couple meals a day, so I have to cook a lot of food. So yeah, I've been using my oven quite a bit. Quite a bit. I used it twice this morning. So, like, what? What have you been? Oh, cooking? just just your basics. Like last night. Well, last night I made steak, like a little four ounce steak. Um, sweet in the potatoes. oven? Uh, no, I have a like a grill top. Oh, okay. Kind okay. of thing. I was gonna uh, I was gonna lame baste you there and. No, 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 okay. no. Uh, but I did bake some asparagus and sweet potatoes. And um, I was enjoying it by my fire. I had to burn some brush from the backyard. And um, my dog ate my steak straight off my plate. <laughs> I had my back turned for three seconds. And I turned back around. was so excited to eat my steak. And it was, it was gone. She's wagging her tail like, can I have another one? So... That was really fun for me. That's so funny. My dog didn't eat my homework. My dog D- ate my ate steak. My, ate my dinner. So you know, I love, I love, I love grilled sweet potatoes. Everybody that knows me knows I love them, and yeah. I'm, I, I've got a taco in there somewhere. I, I just envision this blue corn tortilla with grilled sweet potatoes, black beans, kind of a, almost a, uh, almost a vegan type thing i don't know vegetarian hmm. whatever deal and it just i, like I just crave it I, I crave rice and beans these days huh that, and you i have no idea traditional why. rice and beans yeah the red beans and rice oh, yeah the red beans and rice are good i need to make i need to make that again i agree i agree we'll yeah, get on that so, we'll get on that so what yeah, else is so going I'm, on oh you know that's Really, it for me. Uh, you are you're the one with the big news, actually. And based off the title of this podcast, everybody knows what it is. But uh, Darren's officially a Hall of Famer. Not a you were a Hall of Famer in Iowa, but now national. You're big time. Now I'm a national. Now I'm a national Hall of Famer. Is that what they call yeah. it? Big time now. I I don't know. I feel like yeah, probably. It's probably one of your highest achievements you could get. <laughs> I'd assume. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, and, and hey, it's it's great to be recognized, right? Yeah. And it, it, is it something that I aspired to be? No. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I aspire to be multiple, multiple, multiple world champions. That's that's my mm-hmm. aspiration. I want to win more world champions, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, even though to be recognized by your peers. You know, from the Hall of Fame and the, and the whole committee and stuff. I mean, I, I think I've been nominated the last three years. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, finally made it in. And, and you no, know, it's 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 just it's kind of been a give it or take thing. And Sherry always lectures me. She's like, "You need to. This is a lot bigger deal than you're leading on to believe." You know, I agree and with I, Sherry. And I'm not I'm not a big self promotion guy. Okay. I like to promote stuff, but I'm not uh, going to go out of my way to try and over-promote myself. Are you going to disagree with that? Or what? No, I mean, we have a podcast just so you can talk. Well, that's we're only doing this podcast, Emma, because you want to do this podcast. Well, because you like to talk. 
and oh, yeah. self-promote a little bit. So, I mean, I wouldn't but say you don't. I think if I think if I wanted to self-promote, that I'd probably write a book. I'd probably have barbecue classes. I would sign up for a lot of this TV stuff that I always turn down because I just like to cook. Sounds like you might be on local TV tonight. Really? I think so. That KCCI DM I got today. I think they're going to run a quick little story about you. Quick little story. Well, I don't watch the news, so you're going to have to tell me what happened. I don't watch it either, so I'll just have to. There's no good thing. You'll watch it tonight now, though. (laughs) Yeah, probably. But you know the coolest thing about this whole deal um, that that I didn't realize because they announced it yesterday afternoon, Mm -hmm. and you know I'm like I knew it was coming only a couple days worth, but I knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. They had called me on um, Monday, I think it was, and said, "Hey, you're in. Keep it quiet. Tell your family if you want. No social media, any of that type stuff. Okay, fine." But the coolest thing has been hearing from almost every single person that I've ever met in barbecue. Yeah. All night long, Facebook, text, people that I haven't talked to in in years, actually. And I think pretty much every living Hall of Fame member has sent me a message last night. Well that that is pretty cool. So that was that was that was it, it kind of sunk in that hey maybe this isn't a bad thing maybe Sherry is right you maybe always I should, remember that maybe Sherry's I should always, I'll always right. remember that Sherry's always right but you know maybe I should maybe I should take it for what it is I mean it is an honor don't get me wrong we yeah. worked our butts off but I don't feel like we worked it, you know all we've done yeah. is that we went out with a mission we wanted to win barbecue we wanted to have fun. We open a restaurant, right. we want to serve good food, and we want to make customers happy. That's all we yeah. want. We don't want anything right. else out of the deal. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Looks like a looks like a pretty good class. You know, we'll we'll do a induction ceremony, I think. Mm-hmm. They call it the Black Apron event at the American Royal. And, and that was my biggest concern. I mm-hmm. didn't want to you know, my American Royal, I love the American Royal, right? Yeah. And, and it's my favorite contest of the year. And I didn't want to have like a busy schedule at the American Royal. I didn't want to yeah. be paraded around and whatever because I wanted to be with my friends and I wanted to have my annual tenderloin feed and I wanted to just do normal things and hang out and be the Royal. And and I think this will put a little bit, I don't want to put, put a damper on it. I mean, this we're going to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this will be a little bit different from a royal perspective because of, you know, other things going on that we're, we'll have to deal right. with. But that's okay. We'll make the best of it. Right. Exactly. It's all good stuff. Plus, there's a lot of really good, um, in in the class of 2003 in the Hall of Fame, you know, uh, you know Bill Arnold making it into the Hall of Fame. You know, the owner of Blues Hawk. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill and I love him to death. Known him for years. Ever since we started, mm-hmm. you know, passed away a couple of years. And it's just finally, I'm super, super happy to be able to be part of the class with him. You know, just yeah. his memory of everything he did for barbecue is just 
crazy, crazy good. And then, you know, like the barbecue forum, mm-hmm. you know, most people don't know about the barbecue forum. And if you put, I think you can still type in the BBQ forum and this is where we went. And you could go back. I think you can go back and still search messages. And I was smoking clone back then. S M O K I N C L O N E. Okay. Smoking clone. And this is where we learned how to barbecue. And this is where people shared, you know, recipes and tips and tricks. This was before Facebook. This was before Google. And we talked about this before. But Barbecue Forum, uh, my good friend Mike Tucker, I knew they were in before I was in um, because mm-hmm. they had called me to convince my good friend Mike Tucker, who used to own Hog Eyes Barbecue, who actually, fun fact, started with Ray Basso from the Barbecue Forum, started mm-hmm. the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And actually, what's mm-hmm. funny is before it went national, I was on the committee that selected the first Hall of Fame. You were? I forgot all about that. But Mike Tucker says, don't you remember there was seven of us like Ray Lampy, And he was going to come up with the initial charter um, about, and, and that's back when it was it was very small. And then the American Royal kind of, they picked it up and made it a national event after mm-hmm. four or five years. But yeah, it was, uh, we were part of the, I was part of the initial induction, you know, of people that selected who should be in the barbecue hall of fame. And that's been so long ago. That was 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember who was in it then, but Mike was going to yeah. try and dig that up. So I'll be standing up on stage with Mike. He's not a public person guy, uh, but, it, but it'll be a lot of fun because, He's super yeah. proud to be up there representing Ray Bassa, who passed away, who was kind of the computer geek nerd behind the barbecue for me. He wasn't really even mm-hmm. a barbecue guy. He was just promoting and he had the forum and he monitored it all himself. And it was just it was just a great, great time. So just to be part of that with, with those two up on stage or the spirit, of course, of Ray Basso. Um, and all the old timers will know this. I mean, it's just, it was just an amazing thing. And the new timers, if you can go out and search the barbecue forum, I think some of that stuff's still out there and you can find a lot of great information that I think probably still holds true today. Yeah, that is pretty special. Really shows your age too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was my, that was my biggest concern about the hall of fame. Yeah. And I and I didn't, so I was I was talking switch gears a little bit. So I was talking to my good buddy Luke Darnell yesterday, mm-hmm. and for those of you that may have noticed that Emma brought up, she was looking about <laughs> podcast stuff, and she goes, "Darren, do you know we copied Luke's logo off his podcast?" Now Luke has a well-known podcast called the Pitmaster Podcast by Luke Darnell. Yeah. Old Virginia Smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 100 episodes I've been on it. He's had almost, it's more, it's an interview podcast. It's not just mm-hmm. us babbling about each other, right? But it's an interview podcast where he's interviewing all the top cooks in the, all the top cooks in the country and the legacy cooks and just everything. Does a great job. Well, supposedly great minds think alike. And so when we were designing our logo, Haley designed it. And I said, Haley, did you design Luke's logo too? And she goes, Luke has a podcast? Okay, well, then I knew she didn't do it. And I'm not sure if I picked up the idea from him kind of telepathically or what. I have no idea what happened. But 
our logos look really the same. Yeah. You know, so, hey, uh, Luke, buddy, sorry, not changing my logo, but I will give you this. Anytime anybody sees my logo, I want you to think of Luke's podcast and I want you to go give it a listen and a follow. Yeah. Right? Because it is really good stuff. And so I told him that yesterday. I said, I'm not going to change it. Because I want people to think about your podcast when they're listening to ours. Because his really is a lot yeah. of great information in there. You know, so, I hey, agree. sorry, Luke. Sorry, buddy. But um, I'm not sure how that happened. That's crazy. But I, it's just, I think it's just a crazy coincidence. Because I didn't even notice. I was, uh, when we kind of found out we were going to do this type of episode, um, I was Googling Darren's name to see if I could pull up any more interesting facts about him. And uh, some of the podcasts he'd been on had popped up. And I was looking at. Luke's stuff and I was like wait a minute that looks way too similar and then, I get a I get a text yeah. message you know we copied Luke's logo and I'm like what yeah. what are you talking about and I had to I didn't even know Luke had a podcast yeah. logo to tell you the truth you know I don't yeah I don't even had a, lo- a logo I just not even I didn't even think about it so yeah sorry Luke oh, well. sorry Luke sorry buddy our podcast but, mentor we just copied but, him straight up but, right so so Luke Luke but, had called after I got the Hall of Fame you know, induction. And and we were, and I said, you know, I'm trying to figure out why, I don't know, in my mind, what's, what's going on here? Why it doesn't seem like that's this big of a deal for me at this point. And he said, Darren, you've said it too many, many times. And I said, what's that? And he goes, it's all about being relevant. He said, you, me, Darren, Mm-hmm. are worried about if you make it into the Hall of Fame, then you won't be relevant anymore, right? And there's, and there's, a, lot of, there, there's a lot of people in the Barbecue Hall of Fame that are still relevant. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of people that, you know, they don't compete anymore, or they don't own restaurants anymore, or, you know, that type thing, that they become less relevant. And I want to be relevant in the barbecue world, you know? I mean, and this does this, don't get me wrong, I'm going to be yeah. relevant in the competition barbecue world. I still yeah. want to win world championships. I still want to be. Down. Well, I, I mean, like well, it, when we do the ceremony, bit, I'm going to have yeah. I'm going to have to give a speech uh, up in front of this crowd of you know twenty thousand people. Well, what am I going to say? Hey, I got to get back to my seat because I expect to be on this stage again, and that's yes. truly the way I feel. You know. Um, and trust me, for all the barbecue guys out there, trust me, I will not talk for 15 minutes because there's nothing worse. You're, you're wanting to see who won the biggest barbecue contest in the land, and they put the Barbecue mm-hmm. Hall of Fame induction and right ahead of that. And it's fine, but it just people sit around for like 45 minutes yeah. or an hour, and they get very anxious because it, right. it's you're nice to see who thoughts. gets inducted, but really what they want, they want to know if they won the American Royal. Yeah. So I'm going to be right there with them. So, yeah, that's a good mindset, I think. Yeah. Post. yeah stay relevant. So, what about the other nominees? I did. I never even tell you the truth. Really bad. Never even really read the list. People, people sent me like Ray Basso, Bill Arnold. I knew that. Who else is on that list? I know Byron. Byron from yep. Butt Rub. Byron Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with Byron over the years. Old time cook out of Florida, um, owns buttrub.com. 
If you've mm-hmm. never seen buttrub.com, you probably have never been in a barbecue store or a Walmart or whatever because he has a barbecue seasoning that he's had for years and years and years. And, you know, Byron's mm-hmm. just a fun, fun guy to be around. He's just, we've just had it, we've cooked next to him a ton. He, he's old school. Okay. Uh, he, he's not into big technology. He's into monitoring a fire and wood and smoke. And he's just a, just a lot of fun. He's a great pick. He's done yeah. a lot for charity and, and a lot for teaching barbecue. And probably his, his biggest achievements have been from the international perspective. So Byron brought and taught and, and went over and cooked a lot of international contests and taught the ways of KCBS or the Kansas City Barbecue Society to the international community, or when they would come to the States to cook, he would always mm-hmm. provide them with equipment. So done a lot for That's barbecue. Cool. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah. Uh, then you got Flora Payne. So Flora Payne, don't know that name. I mean, I know Payne's Barbecue in Memphis, um, old school barbecue joint. Um, I, I look forward to kind of learning more about Flora Payne because I, I don't know much there. Uh, and then Dave Raymond. Dave Raymond. Mm-hmm. Sweet Baby Ray's. Sweet Baby a house, Ray's. A household name. I've met Dave many, many times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's taken a kind of a backyard sauce to a national national um, thing. And so it, it's he's a really fun guy to be around. Um, used to cook a little bit from a competition, but just knew him in the barbecue circles. So good name there and then who else was there yeah well you said bill arnold and then uh rick schmidt rick schmidt i i don't know much about that name um i'm gonna have to do a little research there and figure out i'm assuming texas barbecue guy yeah i think so barbecue i did a list a little bit of a listen to the barbecue central show and they were talking about him yeah greg grumpy sorry Mm -hmm. i didn't listen to the barbecue central show but I do once he in a while. Mentioned our podcast. I mean, he didn't he did, call out the name, but, but he did say that you had one. So he, he's the best. Respect. Gre- Gre- Respect. Gre- Greg actually, um, who has Barbecue Central podcast, he actually sent us some really good feedback. Like this mm-hmm. microphone, I used to have it like way back here and off to the side because I didn't want to see it. Yeah. He's like, Darren, get the mic in your face. Nobody cares about yeah. the video. Everybody cares about the audio quality. So. Um, right. He's he's given us some tips and hits, just like anybody in the barbecue world, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. what's great about the barbecue world is, yeah. you know, everybody's willing to help one another. Yeah. He um he has like a little soundboard. So like he adds in clapping noises and oh, stuff. yeah, yeah. I think we might need one of those. It was kind of fun. Is that something um, you got to buy or does that come with this software? Ah, uh, you know. D- denied. Denied. You got enough toys. You got toys you don't even use. It's not my fault. Yeah, I know. It's always my fault. It's the Hall of Famers' fault. The Hall of Famers. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to have to change our podcast description because right now it says Darren Worth Barbecue Pitmaster, but now it should say Darren Worth Barbecue Hall of Famer. I just, I've been a Hall of Famer since 2009. You know, I was inducted into the Iowa Barbecue Society Hall of Famer. Was it 2009? I think it's 2009. It's it's hanging. If you go into the carryout of the restaurant, the, the it's it's hanging right there. I don't know. Who knows? I tried you know, to figure it. I was looking at their website. I was trying to figure it out, but it, it, here it looks like it says 
2016. Oh, maybe it is time flies. I don't know either. Go go into carryout. When you walk into carryout on the wall, it's sitting right there. I just saw it the other day. I'll check it out. But, of course, my memory is really bad when it comes to trophies and accolades and whatever. So, Yeah. Right. I'm more focused on winning the next one. Okay, yeah, what got is in the, the next Hall of Fame. I don't know. I don't know. You are taking a little trip to go fishing in Canada. Why don't you just stop uh, at a competition up there while you're at it? Well, we used to. You know, they yeah. used to have a competition. We did that two years in a row, doubleheader. I won three times out of four, and then they canceled the competition. So it was, yeah. it was fine. Island. So we are, we are international champions, too. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. So, so I'm not yeah. sure what's next. I heard yeah. Rempe mention something about Memphis and May. He, yeah, that's I was gonna. He said that's one of the big guys you haven't won yet. Yeah, so really, that's the only world championship that we haven't won. And I'm gonna do tell you, any, yeah. Uh, do you have any desire? We did it once. Okay, yeah. we we went there a few years ago, prior to COVID. And ah. we took a whole team down, Lucky's Q, and it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And we're going to be the first team to win ribs in, like, 19 years. Okay, 18 or 19 mm-hmm. years back then. Um, and we're like, because we've won every other, like, at mm-hmm. Houston and the Jack and the American Raw, we'd run one ribs. And so mm-hmm. we were going to win another rib world championship and overall world championship at Memphis in May. And wow, what a wide awakening! It was it, it was probably the worst twenty five thousand dollar mistake I ever made. Oh, uh, it, it's just a different. Th- 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 those those guys are the Memphis guys. I love them all to death. And huge shout out yeah. to John Wheeler and 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 his son and the guys over at Pig Beach for winning finally winning ribs after twenty one or twenty two years this year and the overall. Yeah. Um, so they got what I wanted. Um, <laughs> But it, the whole pomp and circumstance and uh, uh, just, no, I'm out. So no Memphis in I'm May. I'm out. Uh, you know, the only way I w- no, I'm not going to do it. It's just, it's May in Memphis. It's hot. It's muddy. It's, it, it, I don't know. you just rather go north? I'd just rather go north and go fishing in a boat. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Minnesota in May. Or Minnesota in May, one or the other. But yeah, it's yeah. it's just tough. I really don't have a lot of desire. I see their love for it, mm-hmm. but I don't have that same love at this point. Who knows? Someday, maybe if somebody else is doing all the work, because that was a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. a week getting ready, a week down there, a week cleaning up, and it was it was fun. Don't get me wrong; it's fun, but yeah. mm, not for me. Not for me. Time. I'll just stick to a four meat KCBS category or a three meat IBCA, and I'll be just happy. Yeah, that's good. No Memphis in May. Um, how I we kind of talked. You kind of gave me a heads up about you, you know, making it, and and you kind of touched back or talked about how you were. Um, you heard from so many different people. Uh, was there anyone that like really surprised you to hear from? Like, I know you said that all of these Hall of Famers, but was there, like, one specific person that you're like, I did not think that they would reach out to me at all? Um, Not that I wouldn't think they would reach out, but kind of the way. Last night I got an Mm -hmm. email from Johnny Trigg. 
An email? Right? I got an email from Johnny Trigg, right? Okay. And, and, and I'll go, I'll pull up my phone here, right? And, and mm-hmm. so Johnny Trigg, last night, couldn't, and Johnny in Johnny fashion, congratulations, my friend. You are well-deserved of this honor. You should have got the honor several years ago. Congratulations, Johnny Trigg, right? And yeah. so I'm like instantly, of course, anybody that's in barbecue knows Johnny Trigg. Right. And, but, you know, I, I mean, I've heard from so many people, Tuffy yeah. Stone, Chris Little. I mean, all these past Amy Mill, all these past Hall of Famers that, you know, mm-hmm. I've just associated with over the years, you know, yeah. just saying, hey, long overdue, long overdue. And, and, and I'm always for years when I've gotten nominated the past few years, I'm like, guys, I'm not old enough to get in the Hall of Fame. You know, I'm only 50-some years old. I mean, you don't induct 50-some-year-old people into the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame's for old people. Well, guess what? I guess Hall of Fame's aren't for old people. Or or I'm getting old. I've said it once this episode. I'll say it again. I think you're getting a little old. Damn. But... Makes me not want to be in the Hall of Fame in Vienna. (laughs) I thought it was funny. So we started this podcast only a couple, um, not very long ago. And in the first episode, or first or second episode, you say you have no desire to get in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And within weeks, (laughs) you got inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's like they listened and they're like, you know what? We're going to do it anyway. So let's see if this works. We're going to do a little test. Okay. I have no desire to win the American Royal this year. Ooh. Reverse manifestation. <laughs> I don't know what you call that. No. Uh, I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. My mom's well, not going to help you. I'll drive the my, trailer. One of my one of my friends said that to me last night. I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Said it's going to be really cool to see you on stage on Saturday mm-hmm. for the Hall of Fame. And see you again on the stage winning the American Royal Open for the fourth time. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I like the way that sounds. Is that relevant? I don't know. We don't cook enough. We don't cook enough to be that consistent. But guess what? Every sow finds an acorn once in a while. Yeah. Isn't there quite a bit of time between that now and then? You could get some practice in. Oh, yeah. Well, I've never practiced, Emma. Oh, right. I don't practice. But, you know, I mean, we're still going to continue to cook, you know, you know, one or two a yeah. month here. Um, it, our goal being consistent. I think I'm cooking good food. I ran the, mm-hmm. the two rub, two sauce combo. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think it worked. Um, yeah. It's just I, I kind of let the ribs and brisket kind of get a little over this past weekend otherwise i think mm-hmm. we would have been right there score wise but it's kind of weird you know one one week you're hitting in ribs and brisket then the next week you're hitting chicken and pork and now you just got to put them all four together and i just need to yeah. maybe focus a little bit more and um you know we'll see what happens i don't you don't want to peak too early okay right. there's 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 guys out there that are super winning a lot right now and i'm like mm-hmm. whoa you need to lay off Okay, because yeah. you you want to peak in October. You don't want to you don't want to peak in May, right? right. It's like it's like sense. leading it's like leading the Masters after the first round. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to do that. You're not going to mm-hmm. win the Masters leading after the first round. No. Just yes. had a just had a message this morning. Something that super interesting. So mm-hmm. Brad Leininger from getting basted. 
He's okay. doing something that I dream of. Uh, you know, we, we've flown in over the years. On. We've flown into a lot of barbecue contests, right? Uh-huh. So we, we fly in, borrow stuff, put meat in a cooler, mm-hmm. you know, just rubs in a carry-on, and go cook a barbecue contest. Okay, one mm-hmm. of my favorite things to do. Done it many times. He's doing a double fly-in. He's actually flying and cooking Bullheads, not Bullhead City. He's cooking uh, a Nevada contest this okay. weekend on Friday and Saturday. And then okay. he's jumping on a plane and going to go f- cook a Colorado contest on Saturday, Sunday. That sounds insane. That sounds like fun. I would say you should try that, but you got a bad knee. You kind of got a bad knee, bad whatever. But I, I mean, I've never heard of that being done. That's insane. And I hope he, w- I hope he wins them both. I mean, that's my Honestly, kind of that'd deal. Honestly, that'd be so cool. That'd be yeah. so cool. What a unique I w- situation. Yeah. That's I, insane. I, yeah. We talked about TV shows and turning down TV shows. Yeah. And, you know, I've done a lot of it over the years just because it's like, I don't, I, I'm just, I, I don't want to be on Top Chef. I don't want to be on. Mm-hmm barbecue pit masters i don't want to be on grill mat whatever but i always thought a great idea for a tv show would be you know three competition cooks showing up at different cities at noon mm-hmm. and you're at the you're at each individual airport and they hand you a thousand dollars and say hey you're flying to columbus ohio and turn ins are tomorrow at noon and you have to go buy or rent your cooker you have to go find your meat your sauces your rubs and prep everything and turn it in mm-hmm. at a regular kcbs contest the next day and get judged against each other. I always yeah. thought kind of like the ultimate race. Yeah, I would. The amazing race. I would race, watch maybe. that. I think you should trademark that so nobody can steal our idea. Steal your idea. Nah, nah. somebody can. Somebody can have the idea. Just put me on it. I, I might agree <laughs> to do that one. They can <laughs> have the idea. I <laughs> yeah, got bigger fish good. to fry than be a producer. Well, yeah, fair enough. I would Fair say enough. I could produce it, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Podcast is enough for me. <laughs> there is a lot of work behind the scenes into the podcast. Yeah. Emma, Emma and I never talk. Emma, Emma and I never talk anymore. We yeah. used to sit and talk, but now we have a podcast. Yeah. So we spend probably a half hour prior to this yeah. before filming talking. And Pretty much through so we, the episode, and then fifteen and minutes the, after, and to fifteen make sure minutes I can after, after, after we hit video. the stop, yeah. and so, yeah. So, but, anyway, yeah. so when I say I never see him, it's because I don't. I used to see him at least two or three times a week, and now I don't. I'm lucky if I see him around. Yeah, I need um, I need to get up to the warehouse and the and the ornery chicken, give him some love. So yeah. maybe next week, maybe next week. That's our that's our goal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anything well, else? Anything else you can think of? We got the Hall of Fame. We'll see what comes out of that. We're uh, next up. Um, I don't know. I got a fishing trip coming up, so I'm yeah. trying to get healed. This hernia healed up, and this knee healed up, so I can uh, head to Canada yeah. and fish for a little walleye, have a little yeah. fun. Um, While you're fishing, I'm going to be doing the Pork Expo for you. So yeah, for me. What do you mean nah. for me? For us? Well, yes. Right. Us. Right for us, yes. everybody. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know that's that's it's my favorite know, week of the year. Well, speaking Nobody of the Hall of Fame likes... and whatever, I mean, it, yeah. it, it is it is the Emmas and 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 everybody in the company that you know kind of lets mm-hmm. me do what I do. Okay, so they're a big 
integral Don't give part me as much of. Credit. Okay, well, I'm not going to give Emma much yeah. credit, but you know, our entire okay. staff, you know, yeah. Sherry and I have never really had to be part of the daily operations, even though we're an integral part and we know mm-hmm. everything that's going on in that operation. We've never really had to be so any. There's yeah. never been a day since we started that I couldn't say, "Hey, I'm out of here," right? And mm-hmm. so that's a great testament to our management staff and our, you know, our whole staff. Yeah. That allow, I mean, that's what Hall of Fames are made of, you know, and then Sherry, you know, you know I mean, Sherry gets more accolades for the, she's the one that needs to mm-hmm. be on stage. Yeah. Right. And I'm not sure they'll let me take her, but you know, she, Sherry kind of, you know, she let me do my thing. You know, she let yeah. me live my dream, the American dream. And she kind of raised Haley. I was around, but mm-hmm. she really raised Haley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was just an integral part of that whole thing. And I mean, she's the, you know, she said a long time boss. ago, she's the boss, she's upper management. Right. And she said right. a long time ago, um, back in 2006, she goes, Darren, you got 10 years to do whatever you want to do. Then we're going to do what I want to do. Are you doing that? It's been um, well past 10 years. We're, we're still doing what I want to do. And I think she's loving it. I feel like you guys sprinkle in. You guys go on little beach vacations, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, mommy, those what you mommy, mommy ain't happy. Nobody's happy. And we got to figure out how to get her on here. So yeah, I think you know, if anybody's maybe anybody listen to this, maybe prod her a little bit on Facebook and whatever, because Sherry yeah. is not. No. I'm like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> no. Yeah. You know. Or if I ask her to be in like a video or anything, she's like, "Are you sure you want it to be me?" And I'm like, Yes. She's, she's a behind this. She's the best behind the scenes bench player in the world. Wouldn't trade her for anything. Value position, valuable position, valuable Valuable position. So, Um, okay. Yeah. I gotta go check my, my phone's been blowing up as well. Not as much as yours, but I shared that you won the hall of fame. So I can feel it buzzing. Feel it Uh, buzzing. Yeah. Everybody's commenting. Congratulations to the goat, which now I feel like you've actually, Earned that title. Now I've earned the title. In my eyes, people have been calling you the goat forever, but now you're actually, yeah, Hall of Famer. Now I can actually be it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. We'll see what we can uh, conjure up to talk about next week. You go change the descriptions and get this thing out so people have some listening pleasure. And don't forget, what do you like? Do you ring the bell? What do you do with this stuff? Yeah, yeah you uh, like, subscribe, ring the bell so you get notified, or click the bell so you get notified every time we post on YouTube. Uh, follow, rate us, leave comments. I like looking at comments when they're n- nice. Um, I mean, I take And, and, and if they're not nice, then send them to me. Well, you can comment c- them, but I'll just send them to Darren and say... Because I do get some comments. Hey, you're doing this or whatever. Okay, yeah. fine. So, uh, no, that's that's all great. We love we like it. Feedback. We want. We, want, we, we do love like feedback. feedback, and we want content yeah. ideas, right? Yeah, I want to get course. back to talking business again. Enough. Okay, yeah. Hall of Fame's over, right? Now we're back yep. to business next week, and let's figure out what's everybody want to know about the restaurant business. What's everybody mm-hmm. want to know about the catering business? Do you just are you really just looking for my brisket recipe? If that's the case, let us know, and we'll get you the brisket recipe. You still got to cook it. Why not? 
okay. I told I told that to Luke Darnell yesterday. I Gets said, into the Hall of that's, fame. All, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up on the stage and give everybody my brisket recipe. <laughs> I said, I know that's the only reason you're sitting here. He's like, he knows my brisket recipe. He's like, you're not going to do that, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> mm, I don't, mm, no. probably not. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you've been giving them like a little bit of the information on here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just let us know what you want to talk about because we love to talk and we like Uh, to teach. Yeah. We have a, we have to do a couple of episodes next week due to the fact Darren's going on vacation and I guess start helping get ready for the pork expo. So uh, I'm going to post a questionnaire on our Instagram, a little question form, uh, cue the mic podcast at cue the mic podcast on Instagram. Um, Probably tomorrow or early next week um, that says, yeah, what do you guys want to hear? What do you want to learn from the restaurant side? Um, all this and we can kind of build some stuff off that. Yeah, because you got all be weekend to think about it because I can tell you mm-hmm. our planning for the podcast involves about mm, usually 10 minutes because normally I like to try and record at home because it's quiet and I can't record in yeah. the restaurant. So so normally our planning is, hey, Emma, I'm leaving the restaurant. I'm heading home. I'll be there in 15 minutes. What are we talking about today? That's our planning. And I'm a, I'm a planner, so I like to have, you know, a little bit more of a grasp. But and I'm Darren's not. More I'm a, like, we'll come up the, with it when I, we I think, come up with it. I think it's more organic if it's just by the seat of your pants. So anyway, we're mm. rambling now. Yeah. It's time to go. Yeah. I got a recliner. I yeah. need to probably go rest a little bit. Yeah. Darren's got to rest. All right. Well, that is episode six of Cue the Mic, guys. Thanks for okay, listening. Thanks for listening. And thanks for watching. Uh, yeah. See ya. <laughs>